everybody. Welcome back to Active XP, the sideshow where we review games. This is going to be our Resident Evil Village review. I'm one of your hosts, Joseph Yaden. Joining me is the... I'm going to do it out of order. Fuck it. Is the Lego-haired Josh Nichols. Hello, Josh. Okay, <laughs> I got a loop. Hello. You yeah, look I like you're about to tell us... Duck. You look like you're going to tell us a, a spooky story. Yeah. Nice duck. For Resident Evil. Very spooky. Oh, I see. I see. Josh, Good. how are things? I start my vacation tomorrow. By the time you're listening to this, I am rubbing my toes in the beach, and I'm hanging out with seagulls that are trying to avoid me, but I like them, so I follow them. I think they're funny birds. Oh, uh, no. Corpus Which Christi? Beach? I don't know the name of the beach. Okay. Fair enough. Very nice. Very nice. Chris Penwell is also joining us as well. Hello, Chris. I like your headset. Yes, thank you. I, I actually just reviewed it on uh, Game Skinny. But you know what? Not to, not to plug too early in the episode. I, but, I know, uh... I know. But I did get a review <laughs> of this, just to mention. Um, I absolutely love it. The sound quality is amazing. Uh, so Very nice. Yeah. But Very I nice. am ready to be stepped on, Joseph. I, I'm ready to go. Oh, I don't do that. I'm sorry. You're okay. going to have to okay. <laughs> see if somebody else can help you with that. Um, of course, Chris is, is referencing. I, I don't I know how to pronounce D, this I can't person's name. Lady Dimitris is what they... Okay, but here's the deal. I saw somebody, I think it was on YouTube or something, or maybe it was on Facebook. They left this, like, gigantic comment about the, like, wherever that name is from, I'm not 100% sure, about how it actually should be pronounced with the U at the end of it and how Capcom is mispronouncing it. Because people were correcting Brittany uh, Baumbacher online and saying she was pronouncing it wrong, and she was like, I'm pronouncing it the way Capcom told me to, like... Right. So anyway, we'll just call her Lady D to avoid any, any problems with that. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about Resident Evil Village. Um, before we get into all of that, hope everybody is well. Uh, by the way, this is going to be a mm-hmm. spoiler, spoilerific episode. So if you haven't played it or if you haven't finished it, uh, now is your warning. If you don't care about spoilers, welcome. If you already finished it, welcome. Maybe before we get into spoilers, um, we could just what else? say, like, that way if someone's listening, we could just say if we recommend playing it or not. You oh, know. recommend. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. And then we'll, we'll yeah. make it very clear when the spoilers are going to happen. Um, remember, you can always reach us on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com. And keep those uh, iTunes ratings coming. It really does help us out. Um, so let me get the run of show pulled up here. Very nice. Very nice. Um, by the way, we did get a code from Capcom for this. Just wanted to throw that Thanks out. Thanks so there, much so for sending it over. Thank you. Thank you, Capcom. Very nice. Um, let's read a little overview. This is directly from Capcom. I'm going to read this overview before we actually get into the, our, you know, our thoughts here. Um, so this is from Capcom. It reads, quote, The next generation of survival horror rises in the form of Resident Evil Village, the eighth major entry in the Resident Evil series. With ultra-realistic graphics powered by the RE engine, which is, by the way, Reach for the Moon engine, not Resident Evil engine, just, for the, just to make things more confusing there. Um, fight for survival as danger lurks around every corner. Set a few years after the horrifying events in the critically acclaimed Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, the all-new storyline begins with Ethan Winters and his wife Mia living peacefully in a new location, free from their past nightmares. Just as they are building their new life together, tragedy befalls them once again. When BSAA Captain Chris Redfield attacks their home, Ethan must once again head into hell to get his kidnapped daughter back. That's a hell of a premise, actually. Like, 
with yeah. no context, just reading that by itself, I think that's a pretty good premise. Um, yeah, so this is gonna, this is yeah, basically it looks it plays a lot like Resident Evil Seven. Um, it's a you know direct continuation of that. Now, um, yeah, let's do our general thoughts without spoilers and and, and any of that. Um, Chris, why don't we throw it over to you first? General thoughts, no spoilers, just kind of overarching ideas. I was I, this is one of my favorite Resident Evil games period for me. Um I thought the environments were really cool to explore. I love the puzzle elements, you know, finding items here and there and then trying to figure out what how to use them. That's classic uh, um Resident Evil gameplay mechanics that I always love. Um and then I don't know, just the 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 big cinematic moment, moments as well really stood out to me too. Like the lady D fight um that we won't spoil now <laughs> but i'll talk about yeah. later um yeah i i really enjoyed my time with this game i'm i, I like more of the shooting elements of this um i know yeah. re7 had had it before but i do like the um it coming back in re8 and also the open world exploration as well i know it's not an open world technically but it felt more open with like okay um here's like a secret item you can find if you go to this area in the game you know i really appreciated that yeah so i think that's a great point to bring up is that this the two things you said there it's more open very yes (laughs) like when compared to uh that's my professional uh critic (laughs) evaluation very yes (laughs) um yeah it's way more open than resident evil 7 and in terms of the you know the environments and it's way more shooter, like it's way more of a shooter. There are more action elements um, when compared to Resident mm-hmm. Evil 7. So I think that's a great point. Josh, Josh, general thoughts about Resident Evil Village before we get into the, the spoiler stuff. Uh, for me, this felt like a really smart combination of what people liked the most from 7 and what people liked the most from 4. It kind of felt like the best compromise Capcom mm-hmm. um, could make to kind of make everybody the most happy kind of like um you know there are parts that the resident evil 4 fans might not like as much but those are the things that maybe the resident evil 7 fans will like more you know so there's there's kind of a compromise there's right. times where you're playing and you're like okay this is this is for you know these fans oh this is for me kind of kind of feeling um uh and the reason right. i mentioned <laughs> the word compromise is i think the last time capcom did a a compromise between um, the different kinds of um, Resident Evil fans, I think was Resident Evil 6. I don't think that worked as well. Um, I think there are some good things in that game. Right. Um, I don't think it's just all bad, but I do think that everyone would agree that's kind of like the, you know, a, a, the, the worst kind of, um, like, compromise. And, and try, they really tried to tie everything together. I really respect what they tried to do with 6. And I, I don't think it worked. I think Cap- Capcom... I think they've realized finally how to work in the classic kind of formula with more action-packed gameplay. I think it's a perfect marriage between the both because you have like these um, small moments that are quiet where you know you can do fire-related puzzles or whatever, but at the same time you could go out there and shoot zombies that are chasing you. You know, like there's right. It's, it's a good mix of both. And I yeah. I really loved that. I think this game also had really good pacing. Like, um, I yeah. think a, yeah. a big mistake that pacing. a lot of horror games will make is they'll have it turned up to 11 the whole time. And when that happens, you can start to get kind of numb. 
So even if you do like the fear, it's like it's just it's just up here the whole time. And so, it, 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 you know, but if you kind of right. turn it down again for a little while and then bring it back up, it can kind of create this really good flow. And I think that this probably did it better than any other game in the series, you know, because other games, I think, that do it well don't do it as well as this one does. Yeah. Uh, so for me, um, I initially wasn't very excited like after finishing this game i kind of came off of it not as hot on it i guess but i played through it again and i'm i'm actually playing through it a third time right now i'm going for the platinum and i think the more i think about it and the more i play it the more i like it um i, I think i said on an episode of active quest recently that i just you know that i wasn't as wild on it but then i think maybe i, I was coming around on it um i guess and so, yeah, I think where I'm landing is that it's, it's really good, and I do appreciate a lot of the elements that it borrows from 4, like the inventory system, where you, you, the, the attache uh, uh, thing, and, the, and you know, having to um, go to the, the merchant to upgrade your weapons and, and purchase Love things. And it, I, yeah. yeah, I think that's a really great addition. So, so ultimately, yeah, I do think this game is awesome, and it does a lot of things better, I think, than 7 does. Um, I think still though, my biggest complaint is just that the ending with the story, I just think is too ridiculous, even for Resident Evil. And we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, um, yeah I can. And I think we, 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 cause we talked about that on a previous episode of Active Quest where we, we were like, we were like, the story's ridiculous and obviously it's going to be ridiculous because it's Resident Evil and Resident Evil's ridiculous. But I just thought it was like, oh, like it just was way too silly for me. And so we'll talk about that. Um, so that's pretty much all of our general thoughts. Overall, I think good, very good. Uh, yes. Capital, capital, game of the year very good. For me. I mean, <laughs> Halo's yeah, coming out, so very yeah, much I think so. it's I think gonna so be my game of the year, I but so I definitely too. think it's gonna be in my discussion. Yeah, for sure. So starting now, we will be spoiling the game. We're gonna start with the story of this game, which is actually yeah. one of my, like I said, uh, biggest complaints. So, um, yeah, it it. It, it's a continuation of seven, and so the game starts out, and they're in. I think they're in Europe somewhere, and you know they're living in their house. But it seems like there's still some tension there between Mia and Ethan. Um, I, so Chris, l- let me throw it to you because you seemed like out of the out of me and Josh, you seem to be like you're the one who most enjoyed the story. So yep. let's start off on a po- on a positive note here. Um, take us through like your your I guess your favorite story beats or like you know what you thought of that ending. Maybe get to that a little bit later, but yeah. What did you think of the story? I I think people I think Capcom is smarter than people think with this story, just because there, there's some contextual clues throughout the game that you can find. Like for example, um, I, I think a common complaint of RE Seven was like, yeah, how does this guy know how to use guns? Like he seems like a very <laughs> normal person, you know? What oh I mean? yeah. But right. like, if you look in his room, there's actually like books of like how to um, use weapons, how to you know military kind of training. So mm. that's how he gets that kind of information from, and I, I love that. Um, but that's a good as, point. Yeah. But as we go through the game, we see more and more clues as to oh wait, something is really not wrong here. Like his hands, for example, like the main thing that you see of your character are the hands. That's like your main connection between Ethan and you. So seeing these afflictions, like, I know, um, a bit like broken off or whatever, or chewed off, 
<laughs> oh, yeah, then, he's like missing like, fingers, missing yeah, fingers. Stuff. Oh, like he yeah. should be out cold. And I remember watching a streamer playing this game. It's like he should be like bleeding out right now. But the the thing is, though, they they keep teasing that way. There's there's something weird about him, and at the end, that pa- there's a payoff where wait a minute, he's actually someone who has the mold, you know. Right, and that's kind of his thing that he re- regenerates, like his hand, and can put his hand back onto his his arm, you know. Um, and I, right. I, I, I thought that was a really cool twist. Um, that made sense to me. Um, and also yeah. something else that helps is like I, I've been watching friend of the show, uh, Michael Coswara play, um, Resident Evil Seven, and there's like a few clues as to like, okay, yeah, he is, um. He, he does have the mold, which is interesting. Right. Yeah. Like, for example, he so, says, welcome to the family, son. That makes more contextual sense now because oh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Part, technically part of the mold and the mold is uh, connects But people at the time we were like, what a fucked up dinner. How it works. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so, so Chris, let, Chris, let me, let me sort of extrapolate on that just so the listeners know. So, um, in, at the end of a village, basically, it's explained that he gets killed in seven. So for the majority yeah. of seven, you're playing as like a dead version of Ethan who is only alive because of a mold. And so that explains a lot of why that game worked the way it did. And also it's basically you know, like in, a clone with so, his memories. Um, and why he's kind of super kind of, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah. and man, I <laughs> that scene where he 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 pulls the lever and Lady D cuts his hand. And yeah. He, oh and my have, god. And you have to and you have to run away and then you come back and grab your hand and then you you're on that elevator and you just put the hand back on and pour the the yeah, the yeah. medic the medical supplies on it. Oh my god. When that happened, I so thought like, silly, oh, but, I fucked up. But, I'm 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 gonna die. Like I can't. You know, I can't I can't keep progressing. And it's like, oh no, that's supposed to happen. <laughs> My hands in my inventory. Yeah. I think that was on yeah. purpose, though. That was supposed right. to yeah, be yeah. like, wait a minute, what's going on? You know, it's supposed yeah. to be a hint. Um, so, so throughout this game, it it kind of follows the uh, the I, kill the X number of bosses and get kind of a deal, and each boss gives you an very item. Very video gamey, uh, which yeah. I I like that formula. Yeah, it's Me very too. video gamey, but actually, I really like that formula. And each of the bosses has kind of their own quirk or whatever, and so. Um, obviously there's Lady D, um, I can't remember all their names, but there's that, the, the big, he's like a gross, it's like almost like Quasimodo looking yeah, guy, yeah. the bulbous, yeah. yeah, and he's a, he turns into a gigantic fish creature, um, there's the, the, the dollhouse, which is one of my favorite sections, we'll talk about yeah. that here shortly, um, so like, you know, each of the bosses has kind of their own quirk, uh, there's the, um, the, the whole, like factory area, I forget that guy's name, but he's got the sunglasses and all that. So yeah, each each uh, character and boss, I feel like, is pretty memorable. Josh, I wanted to throw it over to you. Uh, what did you make of the the story and like the sort of twist at the end? I guess and and memorable moments. Um, too. I really, I really liked how they connected it to one or early Resident Evil with uh, Spencer yeah. and. And um, I just forgot the like the, the main bad person's name. Um, the, the lady, yeah, Miranda. Miranda. I like that connection. Um, yeah. I think Capcom had to do so with seven. They like really, really, really moved really far <laughs> away from everything, and they had to make their way back. 
Otherwise, you know, that was just like that would just be an outlier. So they kind of because I mean I think that was a question everybody had right. um un- until the very end of seven, but before the very end of seven, it was like how does this connect to the rest of the stuff? Because it just kind of felt really standalone. So I think they had a lot of heavy lifting right. to do, and I think they didn't want to spend a few games getting there. So it kind of felt almost yeah. um. I don't think it was lack of plan. I think they did plan that connection. I think it was a slow build. Well, I, I, I mean, they went from Louisiana Swamp Family to Umbrella, like, in a really short amount of time as far as, you know, yeah. connecting everything back. I don't think the game was fast. I think it was slow. I just mean, um, you know, they, they had to make their way back to the rest of the lore. And I, 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 don't think, I don't think there would be a really smooth way to do that because of how far they ventured away. Not gameplay-wise, but, like, story-wise. I mean, how do you get from... Moldy House, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre family to okay, here's Chris and here's Umbrella. Remember all that? You know, like it's just I think I don't I don't think that would have been super smooth no matter how they approached it. You know, I think that there's gonna be a little bit of a um the first thing I, I the thing I think of is I don't know if any listener anyone's listening, maybe it's, I don't know. Um when I did marching band forever ago, if you got off step, you had to like trip to get your footing corrected again. So your left foot's <laughs> on the downbeat. And that's kind of what it felt like a little oh, bit yeah. to me. I, I think, well, I guess what I'm getting at is I think however they connected it to the original earlier games, I think that there would have been an issue and some people might not like it as much just because, you know, it's a really long running series. It's, right. At this point, it's basically like a, like almost like Zelda in terms of like, there's just this huge story going on. There's all these games. It's a huge franchise. Um, and they've made the decision to have it be a big, long story that's connecting. And so sometimes it's messy. I think it was done as well as it could have been done. I just am trying to give them credit and saying I, I can't think of a way that they could have done it that you know wouldn't have a you know wouldn't, wouldn't have felt weird, you know, to at least some people. I, or something. I would argue this though doesn't need to no, connect. but they 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 made that like, decision. Yeah, I was I was thinking yeah, it that too. Doesn't have to, but I was thinking that too. I would have been cool with this totally just going off because what makes Resident Evil to me is not these characters. I mean, yeah, Leon is, is obviously very important and uh, Chris Redfield and all these people. But to me, like Resident Evil is like the puzzles and the, the survival horror. That's Resident Evil. Uh, They're almost so, doing like an anthology yeah, Chris, series point. choosing to have it connected. You know, like they don't have, they don't I mean, have to weird, have it connected. Yeah. yeah, I agree, Chris. They don't, but they're choosing to. And so it's going to be messy sometimes, I think. But as long as we don't get six again, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I, for me, it, it mostly worked. There were a few parts where I was like, well, okay, I'll, 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 I will choose to accept this information and go on this ride with you. But there were other times where I was just kind of like, you know, (laughs) I I didn't always, I wasn't always excited about what they were doing, but I was always like, ah, whatever. Like, you know, I mean, within the first 10 minutes, I'm like Um, werewolves. Sure. So they, they kind of, they kind of pulled you in quick and made it harder to. It made it easy to accept, you know, the, the really out there stuff, I think, by going in so quick. Yeah. Yeah, and so it, the, the game starts off, and, and Chris just comes in and, and murders Mia, basically. Yeah. And so, like, you spend the whole game, like, what the fuck was that? Like, and so you, you find out that Mia's not actually Mia. She's, like, possessed or whatever by Miranda or something weird. I don't know. And, like, and so, like, the whole game, you're trying to find your, do- your, your daughter, and you're going through all the puzzles and stuff. And so, um, to me, I think it, it did feel a little bit too action-heavy. 
But right when I started going like, fuck, this is like an action game. It, we, we got to the, the um, house Bene, Benevito or Benevento, whatever it's called. And Benevento. Uh, yeah. yeah, thank you. And, and that part I just thought was one of the best moments of the game, honestly. Um, and I kind of don't want to spoil it. I know we said we we're going to spoil a little bit of the game, but God, I really like feel like that is such a special thing where you <laughs> there's a, you know, the, the, the baby thing. I'm just going to say baby thing. I was thing horrified. Who haven't played Oh my god, that was like I was jumped. Absolutely... I jumped. There are several <laughs> yeah. hubs uh that kind of pay homage to different sects of the not only the Resident Evil series, but also horror in general. And I really liked that. I liked Capcom yeah. being like, hey, let's let's just kind of have a couple different flavors of of you know Resident Evil slash horror. I, I I liked that. I'd kinda like to see more of that in this series. They don't have to necessarily do mm-hmm you know, several different beats, but I, I liked the the different kinds of, you know, fucked up or scary. And that was reminiscent for me of Resident Evil 4 too, because you go from like, you know, the village and the church bell in Resident Evil 4 to like, you know, the castle with with um Salazar and stuff to, you know, the island was more action-y. Like there were different several different kinds of um, you know, tone in four. And I think that that can work really well. And I think it mostly did in four. Um, I think it worked even better here. Um, I think the jump between mm. um, the village and four to like the island with the guy with the machine gun and that kind of stuff, I think is where it starts to kind of uh, stretch a little too thin. But I think that they got that better here in village. Um, that's a rare take. Yeah. You're not usually going to hear me put down yeah, so... four, <laughs> but I do think that Before you know, you... that tone shift didn't work as well in four. But with uh, House Bien Viento, I really appreciated that it went into psychological horror. Yeah, uh, I thought that was really cool sure. how it twisted like his visions of like what's there and what isn't, and the the whole creepy kind of child's voice going, "Yeah, yeah, go and get the fuck you up." You know, without yeah. going into specifics, and, I just and, want to and, say that that really had some P- that. I mean, I know I'm not the only one that really felt inspired by PT, and I thought that was cool. Yeah, um, and also just the the like, the mannequin section. Uh, mannequins are creepy, but that whole I just I, I just think that whole section was uh, oh man I I want to see more of that I think um in in Resident Evil because I, I just thought that was so strong, um so yeah story wise let's kind of wrap up the the story section here um I, it I think if you go into it expecting this like grounded story you're not gonna get no. that and like i feel and i feel like we're using the term grounded in kind of a uh subjective way because obviously the whole idea of this game is a little bit out there right but I, I i would like to think that there are some resident evil games that are a little bit more grounded than others and i kind of was like hoping this would be that and then the ending with the whole mold thing i don't know i don't i mentioned this before but it felt kind of like a saw twist where yeah, you certainly weren't expecting that, but that doesn't mean it's like I think two, good, three, I guess. four, and, and seven so... have like one foot in reality and one foot outside of reality. And so I, I think I think Capcom's right. kind of conditioned us to expect there to be um kind of like an anchor to reality. And then it felt like this one, they just put the anchor back on the right. ship and they were like, We're going off to this. Yeah. I... And it was like, Okay, <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. do that. I have to but be honest, it's kind though. of all right. I really love the fantastical elements of it because think about like 
Capcom have made 10, probably like 20 Resident Evil games or whatever at this point, where they're ground, yeah. slightly grounded in her reality. I, I bet Capcom wanted to experiment and say, hey, can we put in vampires in this? Can we put werewolves in it? You know? And yeah. make it work and with I think the if... scientific elements. And I, I think it works, honestly. I, I'm yeah. Really and, I, and, I, and I think if you, like can suspend your disbelief and like just play by the rules of the of of the game in terms of the story um then then i think you'll enjoy it more but if you're going into this like expecting a more grounded kind of experience grounded again subjective term right but you're not going to get that and so maybe it was just it it wasn't what i was expecting and so i kind of have to like wrap my head around that it's going to be a little bit more fantastical maybe going forward well they maybe also not. didn't I don't know. share a lot but, so like a yeah. lot of us didn't know what to expect so there wasn't right. really a way to temper our expectations yeah. all we knew was lady d I love that. and werewolf stuff and castle like we didn't really have a lot to go off of i think that might have contributed to yeah, exactly. some of the oh okay you know kind of i I, yeah. I want to mention this because maybe some PR reps are listening to this, but I love that kind of marketing yeah. because like with games like Kingdom Hearts 3 and Last of Us or whatever, some things get too many things are spoiled to the point of like the mysticism is kind of gone. Yeah. But like yeah. Resident Evil Village kind of saved a lot for us to enjoy. And I even in the demo, I like how they did the demos too, where like yeah. you didn't really know what was going on still. There was just no. like, a little, yeah. a little section. Yeah. So. Right. Um, so we've already talked a little bit about gameplay. Let's sort of wrap that up um, at this point as well before we get into the other points. Um, yeah, so I think for me, um, yeah, this does feel uh, a lot more action heavy. And I think for the most part, it was totally fine. The part that lost me was the, the section where you play as, as Chris and it's just full on shooter at that point. Um, and I think Chris and I discussed this and we came to the conclusion, or at least I came to the conclusion that I might've liked that more if you were playing as Ethan, because Chris brought up a really good point about that. This is sort of towards the end of the game and it almost feels like you're like getting revenge on all the creatures who have, you know, uh, caused you problems throughout the game up until that point. And so I can, I can, I'm on board with that, but I think the fact that you're playing as Chris kind of like throws that idea of revenge out the window at least partially for me but yeah when i was playing that section i was just like fucking dude like this is like call of duty at this point and so that was like my one of my least favorite sections i uh, i really th- liked it personally because just... it was a different kind of route for them to take for a different kind yeah. of like gameplay experience i really wish you played the as end. Mia, though because i know then... Ethan's busy he's like fucking you know dying and shit but, like... yeah but i i think I think it works just because there's such a difference between Ethan and Chris. Chris is more militaristic, while Ethan's more scrappy. He picks up things on the way. So I, I think that just juxtaposition, first time I've used that word, by the way, um, is uh, very um, successful. <laughs> I just want, I wanted Mia huh. in like, with like a big cigar and like she's pissed off and she's like, this is bullshit. We want to go home, <laughs> you know? But yeah, no, oh, I man. I think it does yeah. kind of feel sudden. It was still fun. Just just I think you probably agree. It was a fun section. It just kind of felt a little weird. Um, I think Joseph, I think it was you that said if you just took yeah. a screenshot out of context, there it looks like Call of Duty, and like it it does. You know, it does. Right. It does. Yeah. And again, that's not inherently yeah. bad. I think just 
within the context of it. And like just evaluating it at, on its own. Yeah, it's like fine. It, it was fun. I, I enjoyed murdering the mold <laughs> or whatever they are, the creatures or the, the, the werewolves and shit. Um, I, I just, I don't know. It was just a little jarring, I think. Um, but other gameplay elements that I did really like, uh, just the, the whole loop of you need to find currency to upgrade at the store. I, I know that's a simple thing and that's in a lot of video games. That's not a new idea, but man, is it executed so well in this game because and we missed part it. of the it's whole, been gone since forward, part of the whole, so. I, uh, sorry, I was just going to say part of the whole idea with Resident Evil is like exploring and, and, and this just motivates you to explore even more and make sure you're checking every single little thing here and there to make sure you've picked up all the money you can. I, I really do appreciate the explore, explorative elements of this game. It rewards you for going into secret areas, for defeating certain types of enemies. Uh, one of my favorite moments was getting that revolver from doing all the side oh, yeah. quests. I'm like, damn, this is so cool. It's just so important. Which happened like, in Resident Evil yeah. 4. If you missed out on this, woof, you're, you're in trouble. <laughs> Josh, Josh, say oh, that, that one more time. Very much Chris like Resident Evil 4, that. which I thought was cool. It was a cool little nod to, you know, when you get the medallions and uh, get, get right. the Punisher pistol. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, aside from that, um, I, I just, I like that in a lot of Resident Evil games, they have that same trope of um, like a stalking enemy who is like in, uh, invincible, basically, and you have to sort of hide from them. But it's not the whole game, which I, I actually kind of appreciate that. So obviously in two, you've got Mr. X in uh, three, you've got nemesis. And in this game, there's lady D. And so that I think is a great callback to the other games while still, you know, feeling fresh and stuff on its own. Um, it's funny because this game is called village, but yet most of the marketing is like geared towards the castle and lady D, or at least that's what it felt like. And so when I played this, I was kind of surprised at how little the castle really plays a part. Like, I don't know, it's probably like maybe a fourth of the game or maybe a fifth of the, of the entire game. And, and maybe that was intentional for the, you know, spoiler purposes. But I guess in my mind, what we were going to be in that castle. A lot I thought that was going to be like half the really game. Weren't. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, thankful half the game. for that, yeah, it's kind of, honestly. Because yeah, I don't know after that, that castle yeah. section, it just opens up. Yeah, I... I agree right. with Joseph. I don't think it was bad. It just, I was expecting to be, I was expecting the cows to be like the police station and like two, you know, two. I, right. I would say out of all four of them, all, all four of the bosses, that castle section was probably the most dominant. So. Yeah, you do like, spend. That was four hours. Every one else is like one to two Right, hours. yeah, you do spend a, a large portion of time. What were your uh, guys' favorite castle, sections? So. Yeah, that's a good point. I Like your hubs. That's the dollhouse, right? Yeah, that one was that one was probably my favorite. I also really liked. Um, I forgot. I'm bad with names. Uh, I liked battling Captain Fish. That was cool. I liked the um, other than my color my color um, blindness uh, with the the bridge controls. I had a little bit of trouble there. I actually had to have Becca help me because I'm like I didn't know which because you have to hit certain uh, ones in a certain pattern to make sure that they're they're up at the right time for you to cross. You can't just hit all of them and then go across. Hey, so that was hey yeah PR if you're listening. Make your games uh, colorblind friendly, please. That's. <laughs> I was surprised I to not point. have that. Like yeah. as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, I'll just pause it, turn on, you know, colorblind mode. Because I haven't, there hasn't been that many games that I've played in the last ten years that haven't had that. You know, I, like I'm used to. Right. Oh, I need to change this. So that was kind of a kind of a bummer. But 
Um, my least favorite section was the factory section, I think. Yeah. It was just Me not too. as interesting, and it was... And yeah, the backtracking, I kept getting too lost. Too much backtracking. Um, I did like that I got to keep hanging out with the merchant, though. That was cool. He was like my elevator buddy. I liked that. Yeah. Oh, man, you know, I just remembered that... <laughs> oh, and Chris, we'll get to you in just a second. I just wanted to, to mention this. That, that boss fight where you're in the... That car, th- I don't even know what you call it. Where you're in like a tank or whatever, that kind of I was like, what the fuck it? Like, <laughs> I was just, I, that was like, yeah, yeah. Where was that? I didn't really like that. Silly. That was At, after the factory where you're you're you get in that car. Oh, I didn't it's like, like a that. tank. Well, I, I guess I didn't. No, I I was neutral on it. I was just like, why is this happening? I felt like I was playing like a mecha soul game or something. I was like, what is this? <laughs> I, I guess bizarre. for me that was like um, the Call of Duty section for you. I was like, this is fine, but why is this? Why is this here? But yeah, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, that was the Hollywood section. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a little. Chris, That's a bit uh, what Resident was your Evil favorite uh, boss in or your favorite hub? Uh, I think the castle was my favorite hub. Actually, I I, I really fair. enjoyed that yeah. section. I loved the idea of like, oh, the window just suddenly opened, you know, and then they get frozen. I thought that was a really cool twist. Um. Yeah, there's actually a, a trophy for destroying all the windows in the really? house. So you can, yeah, you can do that if you'd <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's talk about the village because obviously the village and and PR always says stuff like this. You know, the the environment is a character. I I think that's a little cheesy to say stuff like that, but <laughs> nonetheless, um, I I really really loved exploring the village. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a so there it's littered with homes and like little buildings and stuff and outhouses and and yeah, I just love how everything felt like um, dense and like there was a lot to do. Um, that could have been the so, whole yeah, game, Chris, and I would have been having fun. I really liked the village section; it was good. Yeah, when it opens up there to- after the castle, man, that and I think there's a section where you come back to the village as well. Um, man, I just thought that was so strong. It's it's big enough to feel like okay, there's a lot to do, but not overwhelming, which I think is very uh, important. Chris, it looks like you're very deep in thought right now about yeah. the village. What are, what are your thoughts? Uh, it's it's mixed for me, honestly. I, I love how everything oh, in the game is kind of connected together. Like in the graveyard, there's this door that leads you to an underground kind of section. That was kind of that was pretty cool. But other than that, like I found myself lost in the village all the time, and I thought those parts of the game were actually one of some of the worst. Really wanted a mini map in that area. Huh. Yeah, I, I had to, I had to keep it. looking at the map. I didn't know where that bloody tractor was or like truck that I had to go under. You know, like oh, I kept getting yeah. lost and it, it was very frustrating for me. But I do like how it looks lived in, you know? Like villages right. actually were here, <laughs> they have the church, they have all sorts of kind of different places to go to. But yeah, it, it just looked like everyone was living in the village. They were using everything that's available to them. You know, uh, right. there were pigs, there were um, all sorts of animals oh, around. Yeah. You know, it's, it's cool. I like but, the old, gross, uneaten food. That's a Resident Evil staple. Yep, yep. The only thing missing was Leon going, Always. wow, this has been here forever, or whatever. Like, Yeah. But... <laughs> Um, Josh, what did you think of the of the village? I, I loved it, except for um, I don't think the game needed a mini map, but I think it would have really benefited from one there, like just just in the village. Yeah, and, and yeah. even if it's an option, like you know, you want to go in the options and turn on village mini map, just because. Um, I I think that there, I think that would kind of balance out the frustration there. Like 
what Chris was talking about, I had some moments like that too, where I'm like, where is this fucking spot? I can't find it. And that would have been mitigated a right. lot if it's like, okay, I'm looking up at the corner of the map. Okay, cool. As opposed to pause, map, pause, map. You know, it was just constant. And you that kind of took me out and was kind of irritating. But it was, you know, You know what fine. they could have done? What, what they could have done? They could have done what Far Cry 2, I believe, or maybe Far Cry 3 did, where the map is actually an item that you, ha- that you can, like, yep, hold up. That would have been, that would have worked. Like, yeah, and so, and it could have been, so, like, someone's house. And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you're holding the map, you can't hold a weapon, right? So, like, you're choosing <laughs> to have the map out instead of a weapon. Yeah. It's kind of a risk-reward thing. I think that'd been really cool. I think that would work But really just in well. case I'm anyone from designer, Capcom's but, listening, yeah. <laughs> absolutely love the village outside of that. Like, please, you know, do more of that. And uh, if you want to keep sprinkling Resident Evil 6 stuff on, that's fine. But you can keep dumping Resident Evil 4 stuff I, in. That's... That's approved. I, I just, uh, just with this game, I just like how everything was combined into this one. It just seems like they took a bit of everything and they Chris, made you gotta this play Resident Evil beautiful Four. soup. Hmm? Everything you're saying you liked yeah. is Resident Evil 4. Yeah. I'm yeah, playing 4 now. Four, if, if you... It's great. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I know awesome that there's show. a little bit of age, you know, it came out in like 2005, yeah. but like the stuff you're like, oh, I like this. Yeah, the controls are that. fine. 4 does that. 4 does that. Yeah. The controls for 4 are much better than um 1 through Code Veronica, I think. Yep. Yeah yeah um so i wanted to just get into some other uh points um here quickly but and then we'll we'll sort of wrap up our our closing thoughts here um there's a couple little things so one thing that was kind of driving me crazy at first is like some i I don't know what it is but it's something to do with the turning Uh, like it just felt really slow basically and so there's a setting you can change i'm actually going to pull it up right now while you're doing that this isn't going to be very yeah while you're pulling that up i'll just yeah this isn't going to be useful if i don't until i happen to see someone online say there was one and i'm like this really helped with the slowness for me but i'm curious about what you found in the settings too yeah so here so yeah there's a setting that i highly recommend i'm getting it ready now um camera it's under camera and oh here it is movement camera acceleration strong aiming camera acceleration strong if you don't do that it's gonna feel really sluggish and i'm used to like call of duty and stuff where like everything just feels so fluid please turn that on i highly recommend it because it's gonna feel much more natural when you're playing and for the first god probably like three-fourths of the game i was like what the fuck something is wrong with this and yeah so turn that setting on um the other thing i wanted to mention is the mercenaries mode which we haven't actually touched on um the, I think the mercenaries mode is really cool. Uh, it, I think one of you brought it up, either Chris or Josh, that it would be better if it had a co-op That's mode. I co-op, totally yeah. agree with that. But yeah, basically it takes uh, notable sections from the game and basically it throws a bunch of enemies and they sort of respawn in, in some points and you have to keep your combo going and there are little power-ups you can pick up and stuff. feels really arcade which is great because the main game doesn't feel arcadey, and so it's a nice balance there. Um, Mercenaries is obviously what you know, I said a about Mercenaries on our on our other episode, where we were just kind of giving impressions, was that I am open. I'm going to approach Reverse with an open mind, but I am just mesmerized and like, why aren't you? I'm mesmerized by Mercenaries, and like, why aren't you just going to up put that energy into this? Like, just keep updating Mercenaries, right. like. Reverse might be cool, I don't know, but Mercenaries is what we all want. So you know, I would be, yeah. I would, I would happily buy maps and stuff for and co- cosmetics for Mercenaries. Like seriously, I poured 
a disgusting amount of time into that on uh, Resident Evil 4, and, like, I'll do that again. Like, I, I like Mercenaries. It's fun. Yeah. It's cool. And it's a great way to, like, keep playing the game afterwards. Um, the other thing I really love, and this is, again, a Resident Evil thing, is after you beat the game, you unlock the extra content shop. And basically, these are tied to challenges. And so when you do in-game challenges, it could be anything like beat the game on the hardest difficulty or, you know, destroy all those windows in the castle. There's a million of them. And you get uh, currency for doing that. It's separate from the currency you spend at the in-game store. Um, this is like currency within the main menu. Uh, they're called CP. Uh, and so that gives you these crazy, like, awesome perks. Like, you get um, infinite ammo for, like, the shotgun or infinite ammo for all these different weapons. There's, like, a lightsaber you can unlock. Um, inf infinite ammo for the revolver. Uh, uh, like, yeah, there there's, like, that uh, AK-74U that Chris uses. I want werewolf um, mode. All these I want to play as a werewolf. <laughs> that'd, be that'd be fucking awesome, yeah. Um, you actually have to purchase the mercenaries mode using these points uh, that I'm referring to here. Uh, so yeah, there are all these weapons and then you can unlock like little, um, like uh, what are they called? Little figures and stuff. It's just like another collectible. They all cost points. Uh, little like, uh, what are they called? Concept art, like that sort of thing. Um, so there's like this whole thing that's like tucked away that you might not even be aware that's there. And it, it'll, it really like encourages replayability, which is something I love about Resident Evil. I love going back with infinite rocket launcher ammo. Fuck it. I've earned it, right? Right. Um, I, think that's, I, I think that's really cool. Chris, what are some other notable moments about this game that you wanted to touch on that you haven't already? Uh, I do want to talk about the ending, the, the after credit scene, and also the final boss. I thought the final boss was cool. Like, it didn't have any puzzle elements to it or whatever. It was just a general kind of gunfight, but um, I thought that was, like, super cinematic uh i i loved using every mm -hmm. weapon in the game to try to take her out you know um and right. i thought that was a good climax yeah. so just like resident evil 2 remake and resident evil 3 mm -hmm. yeah that th so the fight with miranda that's yes, what you're talking miranda. about right because like resident evil yeah. 7 had a really crap final boss like you weren't doing anything oh yeah yeah where you, you're just like shooting that you have to shoot him in the eye or something. Yeah, yeah like it's very bait. easy. Like, right? Huh. Um. And then what about the 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 final section where you you know you, you see Ethan's daughter uh grow up or whatever? She's like a teenager, yeah. and she's and 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 so she's like involved with the you know the agents and all that shit. Like, there's probably the next game's probably gonna have her as the the main character, right? Yeah, That's kind it's, of what we're it's thinking. It's gonna be interesting, right? Because how do you mix in supernatural abilities with a game like resident evil the next game is going to be a buffy the vampire slayer game but with ethan's daughter it's going to be great yeah <laughs> but i mean I'd, I'd how do you have that, survival yeah. horror when you're super powerful you know what i mean like it doesn't really work yeah i i think that's a good point and i think that's something that capcom is probably struggling with right now as we speak but I think Capcom has earned our trust. Yeah. Uh, and I, I am not worried about it. I am concerned maybe, or maybe I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to work, but I'm not worried. Um, so yeah, but that's a great point uh, because of course, uh, Rose, I think is her name, the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to have some like supernatural well, she might be the powers, right? So, oh, that'd be fucking rad. Yeah. That'd be awesome. 
Um, Josh, any notable moments that we haven't touched on yet that you wanted to bring up? Um, I really like the way that I thought this game did a really, a lot of games that have like, you know, journals and like little story things you can read or, or not read or listen to or not listen to. A lot of uh, games don't get the length correct on those. And so you're sitting there reading like a novel and you're like, oh my God, like, come on, this game didn't do that. <laughs> and I thought that was nice. Like every single book or like thing I picked up to read, it was like, it was like the perfect amount of length where I was like, it was like five or five, 10 seconds. Then I was back to what I was doing. And I mean, I'm not opposed to longer stuff when necessary, but just a lot of games are like, well, they're already reading. So we might as well throw seven, yeah. 70 pages in here. You know, Resident Evil's the best at those notes. Honestly, that's it, the yeah. series because they give like really cool contextual kind of like information for the story. And then because of that, you're more involved in what's going on in the narrative, right? Because you know more things. That's what I'm saying about Resident Evil 8. Is like, if you read those notes, then you'll know more about what's going on with If Ethan you don't read the notes, it's like a really bad vacation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you gotta read those notes. And then the other thing I wanted to add really quick, too, is there is a joke. I'm not going to, like, say what it is because it's just, you know, it's nice when it happens. But there's a reference to Chris's strength <laughs> in, in the game. Uh, yes, I, I like that they yeah, did that because, yeah. yeah, there's two 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 reasons. One, like it's it's a fun kind of you know joke for for longtime fans or whatever. <laughs> and then like two, it also shows that they're not hiding from the um, parts of the series that people maybe don't like as much. Like it's almost like they're they're acknowledging it and like, yeah, we know we've done this, but like, look what we're doing now. I don't know. It just, it feels a lot better for the, I feel a lot more comfortable with the series future by knowing that they're not just ignoring the missteps. They're acknowledging it and they're moving forward with it, you know? And I think that's good yeah. because this game and, and seven and revelations one and two, we've come a long way from uh the final boss fight and all the other issues that resident evil 5 had and so i i like seeing that you know i think that's that's good and i like that capcom's acknowledging it instead of kind of like you know putting it under a under a you know a blanket or whatever like hiding it like i think that shows uh growth and and is a, is a good sign for the the future of the series yeah, and I think some people actually kind of like that campiness. Yeah. Like, the little, like, the bad acting. Like, I, I think that's a little bit not... I think that's kind of necessary, a little bit, it, for it to feel like Resident Evil. So I think that's a great point. Um, cool. So uh, let's let's do our, like, sort of main takeaways, and then we'll wrap it up here. Um, I'll go first. Uh, I, I think I came around on this game a lot more than I thought I would. Initially, like, pretty much that, that kind of final section where... You're doing the boss battle in that like mech thing again after the factory, yeah, yeah. and then the Chris section where it's like super shootery. Um, and I actually wasn't a fan of the final boss, Chris. I know you like it. I don't want to shit all over your favorite oh, thing. Oh, I, I, I forgot saying. to mention too. I turned the difficulty down for that because I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I had to as well. I had to as well because I just, I was just, I wanted I was the story like it, right? to conclude, and I was like, I kept dying, and I was like, I could probably beat this eventually on the hard difficulty, but like, I'm gonna be here all night. I don't want to do that. So right. yeah, I tried to exactly. down to the so, lowest so, difficulty for that boss fight. Me too. Me too. And so 
but but then after like sort of thinking about it and and just thinking about how good the gameplay is um i i I do think this game's really good and i i do think it nails that sort of like open exploration um mechanic which is what i'm sure what capcom was wanting to do so um yeah i think this game is great um I, i think i like seven a little bit more just because i'm more of a fan of the survival horror elements more so than the action but this kind of reminds me of Resident Evil 2 and 3, where mm. 2 is a little bit more survival horror, 3 is a little bit more action, but they sort of are a package deal, right? Because they're so connected to one another. And I think if you treat it like that with, with these two games, and I guess there's going to be a third one, um, then you might enjoy it a little bit more. So that's kind of my main takeaway. Uh, yeah. Chris? I, I just had the thought, like, I think they teased how Evelyn's going to be important in the next game because they, I think the police officer at the time or like the umbrella agent was just saying, hey, Evelyn, like she said, don't call me that. Right. So I think that's, that's oh, going to be a big thing. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like I think Resident Evil Village is an amazing game to me. I, I love the mix between survival horror, action, and, you know, the traditional puzzle mechanics. Uh, I, I think it's just uh, all of it just makes up for a, a, a wonderful marriage of Resident Evil gameplay, even including the Resident Evil 6, 6 stuff. Like, I actually kind of enjoyed some of the Hollywood action that comes with it. Um, I think 6 yeah. would have been received so much better if it was a spinoff. I really do. Like, I, mm-hmm. if, if I could go back in time and be like, hey, Capcom, listen, trust me. If they would have called that like Resident Evil <laughs> like connections or or um, global pandemic or just something like that and, and then, like oh, hey six is coming later I'm just saying if if seven was six and then village was 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 seven like I think I think I think if if it was approached as like a mercenaries based story game I think it would have been you know because it's kind it's kind of getting um um better treatment you know now that times passed and that I don't know. I'm with you, Chris. I don't think well, six don't, is all bad. Let's yeah. let's 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 tie it into village because we're we're wrapping up here, Josh. Yeah. What did you what 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 are your closing thoughts on on village? Um, for me, it's 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 my it's in my top five for the series, and I think that um, I think that it it's 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 especially impressive they got the pacing right. I think pacing's the hardest thing to get right in horror at all. Um, movie, book, game, whatever. It's just it's tricky to get. And I was really excited when I saw an article going around. I think I saw it in VGC first. Um, where where uh, Capcom took into account feedback from Seven being too scary when they were making Village. I read between the lines and was like, I bet this is going to be a pacing thing. And I, I believe I was correct um, in, in that uh, takeaway because... This game still had scary moments, but it also knew when to dial it back. And that was what made it hard for me to play 7. I, I played the first half of 7 and was like, I'll finish this another time. Village is coming out. I'm going to watch the second half. Um, and I watched Christopher Odd's uh, playthrough of it for, you know, for the second half. But um, I think that having the, you know, the, the pacing going up and down um, is, is, is crucial. And then the last thing I want to do is I want to just encourage everybody to play The Evil Within 2. If you played this and were like, wow, I want more Resident Evil 4 uh modernized evil within two and this or like they're that like yeah. play evil within two for sure chris closing thoughts on 
Resident Evil Village, and then we will uh, we'll wrap up here. Or did you already I kind of already did, but it's definitely going to be a game of the year oh, okay. contender for me. And uh, yeah, I'm looking okay. forward to talking about this more. Um, because honestly, it's, yeah, it's awesome. one of my favorite horror games. Period. Yeah, and I think it's special that it that it um, is something that I continued to think about afterwards. Yeah. Um, if the game was that bad, I probably would have gone, nope, all right, that's it. But I kept thinking about it, and then I'm like, no, actually, that is kind of cool, or whatever, you know. So I think that's a, that's a testament to how good this game is. Um, definitely one of my favorite games of this year, and it'll probably be up there at the end of the year for Game of the Year discussion. Um, so uh, that's it for our Resident Evil review. We want to thank everybody for listening. Um, let us know how you enjoyed this game, or if you hated it or whatever. Let us know your thoughts. Um, Chris, where can people find you when you're not on the yeah, show? Yeah, you can find me on Gamepur, uh, Gameskinny, uh, Retroware, um, and soon uh, Fanbyte. So I'll be there too. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, but I can't. I don't think I can say what the article is about, but uh, it's exciting. That's fine. Yeah. What about on Twitter? Can people yeah, find you, you on Twitter? Yeah, you can find me uh, at Penwell Writes on Twitter, and you can listen to Go Beyond on my Hero Academia podcast each Whoa. and every Wednesday. Uh, Vaughn Hyde and I we go through the excruciating details of each and every episode of the show, um, and we compare the anime and the manga, and it's a very fun time. You should go listen to it if you are you are a My Hero Academia fan. You guys are a bunch of yeah. nerds. Josh, where can people find you when you're not on the show? You can find me on Twitter at itsjerkdersh, and then you can also find me on Retroware, Prima Games, and other places. And uh, yeah, thanks again for giving us the, the codes, Capcom. We appreciate it. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Joseph Yaden. You can find my work at Digital Trends, Games Radar, Inverse, a bunch Inverse, of other places. Right. Um, and uh and yeah we we we, we're we're very uh, grateful that we have everybody listening here and we hope you enjoyed the game um hope we can maybe have a little discussion here and if you didn't like the game i kind of i i get it (laughs) i get it because i wasn't hot on it when i first finished it but uh but now i've come around on it so we want to thank everybody for listening we hope you have a safe week go eat some good food get your shot um and yeah, get your shot and avoid talking to people you don't like. That's very important. <laughs> and uh, um, all right, we're we're gonna we're gonna head out here. I'm tired. It's Friday. I'm gonna go pet my cat. So thank you, uh, Chris. Thank you, Josh. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.